Good morning. You can do better than that, Orchard Grove. Good morning. It's a new year, and hopefully you had a great holiday. Uh, let's do that one more time. Good morning. All right, it's always good to be here at Orchard Grove uh, Church. If you don't know me, my name is Shane Pringle. It's always an honor uh, to be here and to speak. Y'all excuse me because my sinus. Okay, so hopefully y'all can hear me. Can y'all hear me good? Okay, good. So <laughs> my sinus and, of course, those lions as well. So, you know, we've just been... <laughs> That's a... I'm not a, go a blue guy, but I'm a, a state guy. <laughs> That's another story, okay, got you. So, so, <laughs> so it's always good to be here. Uh, of course, we uh, love to be here every opportunity we have. Uh, Chris uh, also sent his love. He said good morning and hello and happy new year to everybody as well. And those that are watching, uh, we want to say happy new year to you as well. And hopefully you had a great Christmas. And this is just the first week of the new year, right? 2024. Amen. So we're going to pray. <clears throat> Thank God for all the songs that have gone forth. Uh, but we're going to pray. How many of you are looking for the best year this year? How many of you are looking forward to it? How many of you have been through some hell last year? Ooh, gee, there's a lot of hands. You've been through some hell this year. But you thank God that he's seen you through it all, right? Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We give you honor. We give you glory. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, God, for just being an upright God, for being righteous, for being a God that is able to do anything but fail. God, we humble ourselves and we come before you and we ask, God, that you will bless each and every individual in this place, even those under the sound of my voice. Lord, you know what we're dealing with, what we've been battling, God, what we've been frustrated with, and we ask, Lord God, that you will bless us, God, to give you those burdens that we're dealing with. Lord, that we won't leave out the same way that we came in, but we'll leave out renewed, refreshed, rejuvenated. God saved. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you glory and we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So I want to speak to you this morning, and if I would use uh, for a topic, it would be, don't stay down, get up. Say it with me. Say, don't stay down. Get up. Oh, Jesus. How I many you got to tell yourself that? It's important because as Christians, it's important to remember that life is not a constant journey filled with victories or successes. How I many you contested that? The journey will be filled with challenges, it'll be filled with setbacks, and even failures at times. You ever been there? But it's in these times that where it's very important for us as believers, say believers. believers, not anybody, but we're talking about believers, those that are connected with Jesus Christ, those that are in the body of Christ, those that, that, that say, Lord, I'm, I'm all in with you. We must remember as believers not to stay but to learn how to get up and move forward. Say, move forward. Because why is that, Shane? Because staying down, it prevents you from growing. When you stay down, it prevents you from learning. I mean, you know that if you stay down, how are you going to learn? You don't get up. 
And when you stay down, it keeps you from developing resilience in your spirit. If you're playing sports, we don't want nobody always giving up, right? I don't want them on my team, right? If we fall down and we're behind, we got to do what? Get up. So we got to, this is a quote here by Paul, uh, Paulo, and it says this. It says, life have ways of what? Testing a person's will. Woo! Either by having nothing happen at all or by having everything happen at once. Woo, somebody say, hey, man, to that, huh? How, how many of you tested that? How many of you feel like that's talking to me? Ooh, that's talking to me, Shane. Whoa, whoa. This quote in this, it suggests that, that life will throw challenges and obstacles at a person that would test their resilience and their perseverance. And these challenges may come in small doses. How many of you know that some things come in small doses? Or you may have some that may come all at what? Once. Depending on the situation. And I believe most of us here have experienced what it must feel like to have issues at our doorstep. How many of you have issues at your doorstep? Issue after issue with no sign of an end in sight. Have you ever been there? You're like, when is it going to end? Have you ever had hissy fits? How many folks had hissy fits last year? <laughs> and some of y'all still had hissy fits. You had hissy fits. This. We didn't even get in touch. Uh, this is just the first week of the year. And you're already having hissy fits. How many of you have already can say, that's me. That's you talking to me, Shane. Right? Well, how is that? Because most of us, we have to manage our anxiety and our depression. Most of us have to handle dead-end jobs that we don't want to go to. Some people, they're like, I'm tired of this job. I'm going to show up late every day and put more work on the other folks. Yeah, I mean, the ones that's laughing, that's y'all, right? I'm just playing. Maybe at your doorstep, you're coping with a loss. You're constantly coping, and you're trying to figure out, how can I live uh, without that loved one or that, that friend that I lost? Maybe at your, do your doorstep, you're facing fears. And how many of you know that some of us have some fears that we're facing? Maybe there's some fears that you're facing. You don't want to go forward. You're afraid to make some changes in your life. Maybe you're handling frustration. How many of you have gone through some frustration or people have frustrated you? Maybe that's at your doorstep. Maybe you're dealing with uh, some type of illness. The doctor diagnoses you with something that you don't agree with, and you're like, you don't know how to wrap your mind around it, but that's what's at your doorstep. Maybe you're at a place where there's some deficiencies in your walk with Christ. Say deficiencies. How many of you know that we all have them? Maybe that's what's at your doorstep, and you're like, Lord, there's some deficiencies. I wish I could be a little bit further, but there's some things I don't really want to give up. There's some things that I don't want to put to the side, because if I put it to the side, then it's going to be all in. And I'm afraid of making that change. Maybe what's at your, for your doorstep is a dysfunctional family. I mean, you know that we all have some dysfunctional families, right? <laughs> But we still got to love them, right? <laughs> we just love them far. 
Uh, yeah, some of y'all know, yes, it happened on Thanksgiving and it happened on Christmas. You're like, I love y'all. I won't be there, but I love you. Because <laughs> you know, if you do, there's always going to be some mess. So you try to stay clear from them. But that may be at your doorstep. And I want you to know that the most important thing is not to let temporary setbacks make you give up on Jesus Christ or stay in the pit of defeat. Tell yourself, say, don't stay in the pit of defeat. Say, get out of the, the, the pit of defeat. So I have good news for some of y'all this morning. If you have let trials get the best of you, if you have been down, that does not mean you have failed. Say, I have not failed. The only way you can fail is when you what? Stay down. Jesus. That's the only way you can fail. But what we're going to look at, Paul, he's going to explain something to us today that I hope that will benefit all of us. And when we leave here, we will stand up and say, I will not stay down. Let's go to the word of God. Second Corinthians 4, 8 through 9. And Paul, he's addressing the challenges of criticism. How you don't like criticism, you know? This is what Paul was dealing with. He was faced with criticism in his ministry as well as the struggles that he had go, to go through, the setbacks that he has faced with even his personal life. And how many know that we all go through some setbacks in our personal life? And what I love about Paul, he highlights the resilience and the strength of believers and how we have to have the strength when we go through adversity. Say adversity. You have to have the faith, and you also have to have the strength. And what I love about this, in this passage, Paul, he encourages the Corinthian believers to remain steadfast. Say steadfast. Steadfast in their faith to continue to trust not in themselves, but trust in God to provide for them and also protect them as they're going through their trouble. And what I love about this is that these verses, it describes Paul's perspective. How many of you got some perspective, your own perspective? When you go through some things, you got your own perspective. But what I love about this, that Paul's perspective on life and God's presence during difficulty, he said, my perspective has to change. How many of you know that your perspective has to change? He said, instead of me whining about it, instead of me being down about it, he said, just allow me to think of the presence of God being with me during the difficulty. Woo, say, God, help me, God. <laughs> say, Lord, I need you to be with me. So the Bible says this. It says this. And I'm going to read two versions because, you know, NIV and then CV, contemporary English version. But the first one says this. It says, we are hard-pressed on what? Every side. Some of us need to say that a little louder, huh? <laughs> but not what? Crush. Perplexed, but not in what? Despair. Persecuted, but not what? Abandoned. Uh, how many of you felt like you have been, you've been abandoned? And then it goes on and says, struck down, but not what? destroyed. Ooh, give God some praise for that scripture there because all of us need that encouragement this year, right? But then it goes on and we read the CV. It says, it says this, we often suffer. It's a little bit softer, isn't it? Uh, it's a little bit softer, isn't it? It's a little softer. It makes you, you know, it, it kind of brings everything into play. It said we often suffer, suffer 
But we are never what? Crushed. Even when we don't know what to do. <laughs> Have you been in some places where you're like, I don't know what to do? And then it goes on and it says this. Even when we don't know what to do. It said we never do what? Give up. Tell yourself, say, don't give up. Tell your, no, I need you to say that with some enthusiasm. Tell yourself, say, don't give up. And then it goes on and say, in times of what? Trouble. It's easy to be peaches and cream, like, oh, everything's on the up. I got some money. Oh, I got friends. Woo, everything's good. But he said, when you're going through. And then it goes on and says, in times of trouble, God is what? With us. I don't feel him. Mm, Shane, I don't know about that. And then it goes on and says, and when we are knocked down, we do what? Get up again. Jeez. Oh, oh, I think my voice coming back. Just... <laughs> so he said, we're hard pressed on every side. Let's look at that one. And what I love about this, Paul begins by acknowledging the pressure and the challenges that all of us are going to go through. It's not that if you're going to go through, but say, you're going to go through. And what he does, he acknowledges that we are hard-pressed on every side, facing what? Numerous difficulties that may come about in our lives. During your life, how many of you have felt pressured by problems from every direction? How many of you, how many of you felt like that? You've been like pressured by it, it, every direction. And in today's society, we live in a world where stress, anxiety, fear, depression from coping from just the eternal and also the external things that we go through, it can be overwhelming to us. And it comes from all angles, every direction. How many of you know that we deal with some issues eternally? And then on top of that, oh, that's not it. Ooh, but we got to deal with the stuff externally. Got to tell a few people off. Got to tell people what you're not standing for. So we're not just dealing with things inside, but we're dealing with things around us. However, what I love about Paul, he emphasized that despite these pressures, we are not crushed or broken. How do you know that? Because you're still here. Ooh, say, say, I'm not, say I'm, not, I'm not crushed. Tell yourself, say, I'm not crushed and I'm not broken. You're not crushed or you're broken because what is that? Because your spirit, it remains resilient and you're able to withstand any trials that you face with the help of God. That's why you're still here. Woo. Some people wanted to end it last year because of the pressure they were dealing with. But because, uh, because they kept getting up, because they kept moving, because they kept doing stuff, they say, Lord, I'm still here. And because I'm still here, I know there's hope. This is like a person attempting to navigate a stormy sea. They may, they may face strong currents and waves. But as long as they stay afloat, say stay afloat. 
they stay afloat and keep their eyes on Jesus, they can get to what? The direction. How many of you thank God that there's some things that you've gone through that you just kept your head afloat and you're like, I'm barely making it. But because you kept coming to church, because you kept going to life groups, because you kept fellowship with other folks, it, it, it kept your head afloat and you, it, it taught you how to keep your eyes on Jesus. And because of that, you got to your what? Destination, which is 2024. There would certainly be challenges that would try to discourage you and keep you down. But in the strength of God, you got to get what? Up. Why is that? Because God is our source. Say he's our source of strength. He's our source of strength, and he gives us the power to face challenges that comes our way. Doesn't matter what it is. He said that I give you the strength, and I will give you the power. But you got to trust in who? Me. Tell yourself, say, stop trusting in yourself. Stop trusting in your family. Stop trusting in your, fr your friends. They can help you. Uh, they, they, they can just help you so far. Because all of us need someone bigger than us. The Bible says this. This is what the scripture, in, in, in Psalms 46 and 1, it says, God is what? A refuge. And what? And strength. And then it goes on and says this. And it says, an ever-present what? An ever-present help. Not next week. That's how some of us feel like, geez, Lord, you, you, when are you going to come next week, next year? When? But he said, I'm presently there while you're going through your stuff, while you're going through your difficulty. He said that I'm ever present and I'm there to help you in the time of your trouble. In times of your crisis, God, he promises strength and he promises protection. And how many of you know that we all need strength and protection? And what I love about God, he said that I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. He said that I will be your refuge. He said I will be your strength. He said you just got to look to who? Me. How many of you thank God for his word? And then we go from there, we see what, 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 what Paul says. Now he goes and he says, but, but we're, we're perplexed, but not in despair. Tell yourself, say perplexed, but not in despair. So Paul, he acknowledged that believers may experience moments of perplexity and confusion. Were you perplexed? and confused by some circumstances last year? <laughs> You're like, I don't get this. Whoa, this is going to take me out. Why, why, why? Looking for answers. You're confused about what you're going through. But with Paul, he acknowledged that we were perplexed. At times, we're going to be perplexed. But what I love about him, he said, but I refuse to be in despair. Hey, say, tell yourself, say, don't give up hope. Yes, you're going to be confused. Yes, you're going to be perplexed. But he said, don't you dare give up hope. 
Because he preserved, he, he, per, he, what I love about Paul, he persevered. Say persevered. And he continued to trust in God's plan. How many of you want your own plan to work? <laughs> I got y'all. Look, y'all was like, yeah. Some of y'all was like, yeah, you're right. And say, that's our problem. <laughs> we got to trust in who? God's plan. Believing that he has a purpose for each and every one of us. Say, he got a purpose for me. And what I love about Paul is that he maintained his faith despite the difficult problems that he was going through. Say, maintain your faith in this year. Say, maintain your faith in this year. You got to maintain it. Because occasionally there are situations where you find yourself in a state of perplexity and situation where you find yourself where it's detrimental to your mental mind. How I many you know that some things that we perplex about, it, it, it would mess us up mentally? How many of you been there? And how it affects your mental status and your whole outlook on life because you're so perplexed, because you're so confused, because you're trying to put your finger on it, because you're trying to sort it out, because you're trying to work it out. You're not looking to God. You're not leaning on him. And you're trying to do it. You're trying to do it. You're trying to do it until you break. Tell yourself, say this year, don't break. But put your faith in God. And, and don't get me wrong. Some of us get to the place where we're perplexed and want to be in despair, especially if you lost your job. You're not going to be happy about it. If you, if you have a failed relationship, it can cause a person to experience feeling what? What? Worthlessness. And hopelessness. And what it does, it leads to a sense of helplessness and also despair. Because life keeps coming at you with stuff over and over and over again. But although we may experience confusion, although we may experience uncertainty, let's keep the faith and the hope in who? Jesus. You got to remember that God is always with you. Say, so he's always with me. Even in the darkest times. How many of you thank God that he's with us even in our darkest times? He said, I am with you. He would never leave you. He said, I am with you. And why wouldn't you trust me? Why not trust my plan? Why not be faithful to me? Because I'm faithful to you. He said, why not? So there's no way for us to be discouraged. There's no reason for us to be depressed or give up hope due to the things that we're encountering. Who will say, God, give me some help this morning? To, to, to be strong in our faith, we must continue to trust in who? God! In Him to guide us through all the challenges that we face. Woo! I need His help. I don't know about you, but I need His help. And then Paul goes on, we're going to move along. It said, persecuted but not abandoned. <sighs> Say, persecuted but not abandoned. 
he mentions that he was persecuted. Yet he did not feel abandoned by the Lord. Sometimes I feel abandoned. This man been through some stuff. He said, even when I'm being persecuted, I don't feel abandoned by God. How many of you have been through some stuff and you felt like you were abandoned by God? This is some strong face. Because why is that? Because he trusted that God was with him. Even if, even if he did not understand why he was going through the things, why he was faced with what he was faced with, he still trusted in who? God. And Paul, he knew he was safe. And he knew he was protected. No matter what the situation was, he said, I know that I am protected and guided by God. He knew that the God that he served was in control. He knew that God, the God that he served was going to provide for him. And how many of you believe that God will provide for you in any situation you go through? Do you ever feel like God isn't there for you when life throws you a curveball? How many curveballs we got in here? I'm not, well, you know what? We got to go back there. You may not, you may be the curveball in somebody's life. I'm not saying, you know. <laughs> you may be the trouble. I'm just saying. Let's say, you're like, oh, don't do that to me, Shane. Don't tell on me. But how many of you know that God, there's some things that have been in our lives that are some curveballs? that were thrown at us and we didn't agree with it. And you felt like God was not there. Even, even through the persecution, you, you, you gotta learn how to go to him. You gotta learn how to not be discouraged. You gotta learn how to trust in him. This is just like a scripture here. Let's read it, 2 Timothy, uh, Timothy 4 and 17. This is what I love about him. Even when he felt like God, uh, when you feel like God has abandoned you, and he's writing this in jail or in prison. Now, if I'm in prison, I'm not right to nobody to encourage nobody. If anything, I want to encourage myself, but that's being selfish. So we see Paul here, as he's in prison, he's right. And he said, but the Lord stood at my what? What? You've been persecuted and abandoned. And you said, what? He said, but the Lord stood at my side and gave me what? That's all I want to read there. So what are you saying, Shane? I'm telling you that God is right there. He's standing right by your side, and he's not only standing by your side when you feel abandoned, when you feel like you've been isolated, when you feel that you've been in your difficulty, but he said that I am there to also give you strength. But are, are you looking for it for me? Or are you looking for your strength to come from everything else but me? Say, Lord, help me this morning. And then we're going to look at the last one. He said, he said, struck down, but not destroyed. Say, struck down, but not destroyed. Despite being struck down, Paul was confident that he would not be destroyed. In your life, have you faced certain problems that have knocked you down? Like all the way down to the basement? Further than the basement? I see some hats over there like, yeah. Like you've been knocked all the way down. 
There's some things that put that this, you, you, you thought you were the strong person. You know, you thought you had it together. You know, you know I'm strong. I'm good. I don't, nothing, nothing can get to me. But then there was one event or current events that took place in your life, and it what? Knocked you all the way down. How many of you can attest to that? When you see, when you, just like if you receive bad news, or you lost someone close to you, or had a bad situation turn worse. Have you ever had a, a bad situation turn worse? But instead of giving up, you pick yourself up, and you what? Kept going. You got yourself out the bed, and you did what? You kept going. Oh, how many of you wanted to stay in the bed? Oh, I hope all this passed. Let me just sleep it off. <laughs> Say, that's not the way. There are ups and downs in life, and you realize it's important to keep your faith even when you go through. Say, keep your faith. It's just like the Israelites. What I love about it is like the Israelites, everybody knows how they were in the wilderness. But as they were in the wilderness, how the Lord provided food and water for them. Even when they were in danger of starving and dying of thirst. He did what? He provided for them. Have you ever been to a place where you felt like you just can't live no more? That you just didn't have it no more? said, don't you dare give up. He said, don't you give up on me because I have not given up on you. And because I have not given up on you, he said, just like I provided for Israelite, he said, just what makes you think I won't provide for you? The same God that I was in the old time, he said, I'm still the current God. I am the I am. I am the, the end in the beginning. I am the Alpha and Omega. He said, I'm still the same God. Who say, God, I thank you. I'm about to close. But I want to give you an illustration here. There's a man by, everybody knows Joseph, right? Joseph, who's also in the Bible, is found in the Bible, who knows what it is to be knocked down, but didn't, but didn't decide to stay down, but decided to get up with the help of God. Everybody know him, how he's the son of Jacob, and his brothers sold him. Just like we want to sell something. I'm just saying, okay, guy. Okay. No, I'm just, y'all know I got to be funny sometimes. But his brothers sold him. Yeah. I was about to say something, but let me stay in this weird. His brothers sold him. However, through it all, his unwavering faith and resilience, he was able to overcome the setbacks in his life. And how did that come? Because through a series of remarkable things that he's gone through and the events that he's encountered, Joseph eventually rose to the position of a prime minister and helped his family while in a famine. When you look at this story, it serves as an inspiration to remind us that setbacks are not the end of your story. Oh, Jesus. I got to say that for myself. Setbacks 
difficulties, the pain, and the issues that you're encountering is not the end of your story. So stop trying to end the story. Some of us are trying to end the story. Mental illness is serious. It's real. Say, it's real. It's no joke when you see people going off the hook and just, you know, it's like, it's not funny. At the end of the day, people go through, they get to their breaking point. And they explode. And they do things in ways that are not normal. But God said, instead of you trying to end the story yourself by trusting in everything and everybody, he said, your downfall, your problems, it's not the end of your story. He said, I got so much more planned for you, you just don't know. You just cannot, you just, if you can just imagine what I have prepared for you, oh my goodness, but you got to get up. You can't stay down. You can't, you can't, you can't stay down. So despite facing challenges on every side, say every side, remain steadfast in your faith as you move forward in this new year. Say remain steadfast in your faith. Your progress may be hindered by confusion, persecution, setbacks, but don't you dare lose hope. Tell yourself, say, don't lose hope this year. No matter how hard the struggle, just know that God is with you. I mean that he's with you. What would have happened if you persevered without staying down but got up? How would your life look? How? If, if, if you didn't let things or people keep you down, how would your life look right now? How would it look? How would it look? But don't you dare stay down. You get up. From the depression, from the frustration, from the anxiety, from the setbacks, from the breakups, from the hard times, you got to get up. Stop having, let me tell you this, and I'm, I'm about to close, we're going to pray. I don't want you to think that I'm minimizing anything that you've gone through. But tell yourself, stop having a pity party. Say, stop, tell yourself, don't have, don't have a pity party this year. But whatever you go through, take it to God. Amen. See, when we don't, see, sometimes we, 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 we the, the most important thing is when we go to God, we give him everything. We, see, we just, everything. God, I hate somebody. Oh, Lord, I feel like doing, oh, I just, I, we, we go like real. And we got to get it out. But some of us are holding things back and holding things in until we get to our breaking point. But God said this year, don't you dare stay down, get up. Tell yourself, get your family up, 
I don't want to go to church. No, we're going to church today. <laughs> I got that problem. No, we're going to church. We go to every sports event. I mean, we out here in sports every Saturday and stuff. I mean, we, we, we're down with sports. But we can't be doing this and not just give God his time and his, and his time. So there's a rule. It's okay. We got to get up. We going. Because you never know what you may miss out on. Say, God, I thank you. So I'm going to pray. And I'm telling you, this year is going to be a great year for you. But it cannot be a great year if you're always down. You got to learn how to get yourself up. Say, say encourage yourself. Paul said, I encourage myself in the Lord. Do you know you got to encourage yourself in the Lord? Get you some scriptures, some sticky notes, and put them up on your mirror. Put them in your car. Put, put them where you need it so you can speak life to yourself and also your situation. Say, this year, I'm going to speak life. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, this morning. We give you honor. We give you glory. We thank you for all your people that are here, that are listening under the sound of my voice. God, you know what we're all encountering. And Lord, this message, I pray that it prick every individual heart in here right now. God, that individual that is confused, that, that, that's going through, God, that, that feel like they're in despair, God, feel like they're giving up hope, God, that is hopeless, Lord, and helpless, Lord, I pray that you will strengthen them right now. I pray that you will uphold them, uplift them right now in the name of Jesus. I come against even, God, the uh, suicidal thoughts, God. We come against that in the name of Jesus. Lord, that is not the end of our story. But, Lord God, we are going to stand on your word. We're going to stand on your promises. And we're going to look to you this year, Lord God. We thank you, God. We're not going to have things frustrate us and allow us to give up on you. But, God, we're going to keep our faith in you, God. We're going to put our trust in you, and we're going to learn how to give you the praise and give you the glory. God, I pray that you have blessed every individual's family, their loved ones, their children. I pray, God, that you have blessed them in this year, that this would be the best year that they've ever encountered, God. I pray, God, that you would, God, quench their thirst, their drive, God, for you. God, I pray that you'll give them a hunger. I pray, God, that you'll also stir up the gifts that are in each and every one of them, God, that they will give it back to the body of Christ and say, what must I do, Lord? How do you want me to help? How do you want to use me, Lord? We thank you, and we give you glory, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, at the service, there'll be someone here to pray for you. And if you want to give your life to God, this is the time to give your life to God. Amen? Amen. To start off new. Say, Lord, let me start off new. Let me start off new. And when you start off new, it comes with a repentance heart. Say, repentance heart. repentance heart. And when I have a repentance heart, that means, Lord, I'm turning away from what I used to do. And now, Lord, I'm turning to you to do what you want me to do. And how many of you know that we all need to repent? In the name of Jesus, we thank you. So after service, if you want someone praying for you, you can definitely come forward. God bless. Happy New Year.